Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 87, When Disaster Strikes. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And uh, tonight's one of those weird nights. We're actually getting behind the mics and, you know, usually something happens during the week and we're like, oh, we absolutely know what we're going to talk about when we go to podcast. And tonight was a little bit, a little bit different. And I I have to say, I think you've thrown me out of my element just a little bit because we're back in the garage. Okay. And so I'm just like, oh, this is not our normal setup. I'm sitting next to you instead of across from you. And right. Different. We can still see each other, though. We're still looking at each other. Yeah, I know, but it's just. Well, I thought it'd be better if we came out here tonight because of what happened tonight with the kids. Yes. So actually, what we are talking about is a great topic because disaster struck a number of times in our household with our kids this week. A number of times? Yeah. What was it, Thursday night when the whole thing went blow it was it was thursday night after dinner when everybody started blowing up and oh yes you, you know <laughs> it's wow I unbelievable totally short-term memory yeah we, we've had a, we're just having a rough week with kids and explosions and yeah just we have a lot of stubborn stubbornness yeah well we, we would be lying if we didn't come behind to you guys if we didn't come behind these mics and tell you honestly i mean it's just been rough lately as the kids get older we're having more emotional tidal waves i would say we we haven't even hit puberty yet which really concerns me that you know i think i think because they're combined ages 13 we're kind of at that (laughs) they're just kind of pulling it together and giving us sort of that prepubescent uh teenage angst (laughs) I hope so. But on Thursday, I was making some sort of dessert. I was trying something. Alex was all up in my face. And I just sort of made a move towards him that threw Elisa off, which then caused absolute hell in our... I turned around and saw what looked like Tony with his fist clenched. That was my perception going towards Alex because I knew that Tony was really irritated. Both kids all night had been all up in our food. You know, it was one of those nights where they were both just like, are you going to eat that? Can I eat that? Can I just take it off your plate? You know, instead of asking, they just assumed it was theirs. And so I was hearing this conversation behind me between Alex and Tony and just, I could tell Tony was getting irritated and I turned around and what I saw was Tony's hand a what appeared to me to be in a closed fist going towards Alex. And I made the comment, really? You're going to punch him. So then Tony gets defensive because I've accused him of something that he had no intention of doing. And all I could see was what I, you know, I mean, that was what I saw. Which I would never with a closed fist punch my son other than playing around, which I think many of us do moms and dads alike. I, yeah, Alex came up to me. <laughs> you know, as as a parent, uh, me anyways, playing around. Alex loves 
to wrestle. He loves to box and punch. That That is his style. But out in anger or to get him off of me, I would not punch him. Okay. No, I, I was, I'm just saying that's right. what... That's I, I'm just so I overreacted to and our, our audience. Abby, every time she senses any kind of conflict, now breaks down in tears. So she gets hysterical at the fact that something may or may not be happening to Alex. She doesn't know what's going on, but she's just hysterical. Yes. Alex is upset, and he's not even really sure what he's upset about because everybody's reacting off of me. And Tony is pissed off because. I get blamed again. I get, he gets blamed and the whole house is in just total upheaval. Yes. Which lasted for probably about 20 minutes. Half More. an hour. It was about half an hour. Yeah. I had actually forgotten about it until you brought it up tonight. Okay. No, I'm just that's saying. I mean, I, I'm glad you forgot about it. It, it. it bothered me a lot. Well, obviously you brought it up again tonight. Yeah. And then to, do are we done talking about that or do you want to dig into it some more? No. I, I, I don't want to jump to today if you're still... Dealing with is Thursday. that why you haven't initiated all week? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I just loved that transition. That was just like, boom, I was waiting for an opening and you just opened the door for me and there you go. Um, I honestly have no reason, no explanation why I did not initiate this week. Yeah. I, I definitely will say on Thursday, that was I a big part rejected. of it. Fair enough. Thursday was not a good night in our house and I don't know why on Wednesday... And Friday... Wednesday was the first day of school. Yeah. Why well, we were all a little stressed on the first day of school. And then Friday, I don't I don't have an excuse. We went out over to a friend's house. We actually only had one child Friday and Saturday. Which was very nice. It was At times. It was very different. Mm-hmm. Alex was invited to um, spend the night with a friend for the boy's birthday. And so he was gone from Friday after school. All day Saturday, he didn't even get home till after midnight. After midnight on Saturday, and so you know there was there were just a very different dynamic. We're not used to having Abby by herself for such a long period of time, and you know she had her little moments Friday night, but then Saturday we're trying to you know just go out and do things, and and she is just a grump. I'm like, what is your problem? It turns out she is heartsick over Alex being gone. Mm-hmm. She just wants us to go get him. She wants him to come home. She doesn't want to do anything without him. And she is just going to be cranky because Alex isn't here. Mm-hmm. Now, the flip side is that usually when Alex is here, she's cranky because Alex is around. So there's no real winning here. She just didn't want to be without him over the weekend, which was a beautiful thing to see. And he actually thought of her and brought her home a gift. and A um, couple of things, actually. Yeah, he did. And she was quite excited about that. But, you know, I had my first taste of the teenage years I was telling Tony because um, they were up, they were about an hour and a half away from us here in San Diego. And so they last, is Alex and his buddy, his and buddy and the parents. parents. And so 1030 last night I get the text that they're not quite, they haven't quite left yet. And 11 o'clock. Okay. We're on the road. We should be home about 1230. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, this is when I sleep. <laughs> now I'm waiting up. And, and it was that, you know, those of you that have teenagers, I'm sure you, understand what I'm talking about all of a sudden I'm like oh just dozing like I don't want to be completely asleep when they knock on the door and uh you know but so tired that I can't really stay awake so it's just and Tony bless his heart is just sound asleep in the bedroom yep yep (laughs) figured you're awake you're gonna handle it what do I gotta stay awake for (sighs) 
you know? So yeah, so that was yesterday. And then today we had Abby just throw a couple major tantrums um, over what seems to us to be pretty minor things. Um, But she just goes into these full on emotional explosions. Mm -hmm. And it really um, just really is exhausting. Yep. You're very talkative tonight. (laughs) I'm exhausted. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, after, after everything we went through with Abby this evening, I'm exhausted myself. I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. Well, do you want to stop podcasting? No. Okay. Just checking. Wow. We'll keep, we'll keep it short tonight, (laughs) short and sweet. But you know, the the way I look at it is that I, I just see as our kids get older and we run into these issues, the need for us to stay more in tune with each other, which I think we've drifted away from in the respect of we've gone away from our devotional time together. It's become pretty much non-existent again. Mm-hmm. Um, other than our time behind the mics and talking, we really don't have some time during the week lately where we're able to just sit and talk, mm-hmm. you know? And I think these are, those are two important things we need to stay up on. I can't remember when we've done the last date night at this point because we went on our trip to Boston and we were in July. Yeah. Because we didn't go in in August because it was right before our trip. Right before our trip. So we haven't done a date night. And usually we do a date night when we're on vacation, but we didn't get any this time. We didn't. Yeah. So we didn't, we haven't done that. Are we doing one in September? I have to schedule it. The sitter? Yes. So, you know, so there's these things that I think we're just missing and, you know, life happens just like everything happens with you guys too. I mean, that that's the thing. We're just like you guys. We can expand and, and tell you some great stuff. I, I don't think tonight's that night, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're in a little, just hiccup. in case you were wondering. Yeah. We're just in a little hiccup of our, in, a, in our marriage ourselves and, you know, those are sort of the things that I was just sitting down at church today, just sort of going, gosh, I feel distant from God. You know, Harry was talking about those times, you know, when you do feel close or you feel distant this morning. And, you know, I personally do feel distant. Um, is my prayer life there? Yeah. Could it be better? Sure thing. You know, things come in and push everything aside and so Mm -hmm. same thing with our marriage as we get ready for you know doing our renewals in october a lot of a lot of talk is on that but are we doing what it needs what we need to be doing to get to there that's a great question because once again you find yourself like oh it's all about the details right little details like oh we've got to get the invitations out oh we've got to do this oh i want to find a dress oh check 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 Right. Hey, how are you, stranger? <laughs> stranger, do I know you? Right. You Th- and that's this? and that's just where I, I'm feeling this this last week or two. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like, okay, we're doing all our stuff, but are we, you know, just going through the motions, making sure we're just getting the stuff done, and us each other not connecting like we should be connecting. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and one of them is, is with our devotional and, and sitting down and being in prayer with God. I believe that we need to be doing that. The problem with that I find is that I bring it up all the time and you don't ever bring it up. So I feel like for myself, it's like, it's like, Hey, Lisa, let's do this. And it sounds like it's a chore. I, you know, so I don't, so, so after a while I just don't bring it up. Understandable. I, I do find doing the devotional to be a chore. I mean, that's. I understand that. Okay. Well, then what you're feeling is, I mean, I, I do. I I don't know why. And, you know, here's that complete transparency thing. I don't typically enjoy. I, it doesn't do much for me. I don't feel like it's bringing me closer. To who? To me or to God? Both. I just kind of feel like it's, you know, we're reading a passage and, you know, with the devotional that we're doing right now, we answer a few questions and then it's like, okay. Then what would you suggest we do? I don't have an answer to that. I just know that I don't get a lot out of doing it, which is why I'm not like, hey, let's do this tonight. You know, so I don't, I don't have that answer. But could have been, could have told me that a while ago. You hadn't brought it up. I just, um, I don't <laughs> think I need to bring it up if you're not getting anything out of it. Well, it's why wouldn't you say, "Hey, Tony, I'm not getting anything out of because this." Because if you want to do it, then I'm happy to do it with you. I mean, I'll do it with you. No, that that doesn't make any sense, and you know that. No, you wanted to do the devotional, so if you would say, "Let's do a devotional tonight," I would say, "Sure." I understand that, but as your husband, it's just like, oh, sure, I want to do this just to get it over with. It's like, hey, honey, let's have sex. Sure, let me spread my legs and let's get, let's just do it and let's get it over with. That's no fun. Th- that's the same thing that, you know, doing a devotional, that's time that I want to spend with you to connect with you and to, con- to connect with God. So if all you're doing is saying, ah, sure, let's just do it. Well, th- th- that's like just you opening your legs and say, all right, let's have sex. Good analogy, just one of those images that yeah well yeah no i'm yeah. just saying what I've, i'm thinking yeah that, that's you know? true i mean that was that is very much the the attitude i've had just like okay let's do this and get it over with and that's a lousy attitude which is why i haven't you know said let's let's do this you know that's not why I, that's why i'm not encouraging us to do that because i i don't know why i'm not getting anything out of then why haven't you told me that? And why haven't you sought something else out or told me that so we could seek something else out? I think because it's just drifted away. And so I just kind of figured, well, if we're not talking about it, then we're not doing it. And so I just, yeah, kind of sweep it under the rug. Nice. And that, I have nothing to say. I mean, that's, you're asking and that's, no, kind of what it's I, I understand that, but I, I, I don't think that's the proper way to go about doing it. Probably not. Definitely not. I mean, if that's something that we say we should be doing and we've done devotionals in the past that we both have enjoyed. Yes. Yes. Are you saying all the devotionals we've done? No, I'm not. I just, I don't know if it's just where I if this is just a season thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm just not into it. Cause we've done some in the past that I have been really good for us. Yeah. No. And, and I was going to say, I, I, 
No, we, I'm I'm not discounting all of the ones we've ever done. Okay. Just right now, where we've been with this one. Yeah, not feeling it. Okay. So in other words, we need to seek something that would work. So if anybody has suggestions, let us know. Hit us up, oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You can put it in the comments there for episode 87. That would be awesome. Let us know what you've done. See, this, these are the conversations that Lisa and I will have. Honestly, this, this is it. This is a conversation we will have sometime in our bedroom or on the couch, and then we're just sort of like dumbfounded and we're sort of lost for words. So if you get to that point, it's okay. You're not alone. No, you're not. Because I, I don't know what to say at this point in time because... I, I don't think there is anything to say right now. I mean, I, I think wanting to say that that's kind of that whole like, well, let's fix it. Let's just get a solution right now. And right now there isn't a solution. So there shouldn't, there doesn't necessarily have to be conversation about it. Right. See, my fear is always when it comes to this is, hey, Lisa, let's look for something and you won't. There will be always something better unless I go say, hey, let's go pick this up or let's go to, you know, whatever bookstore and go look for something. That's typically the path that we followed. Yes. Yeah. See, and so for me, it's just sort of like I'm pushing you to do something you don't want to do. I, I, I mean, we've done it in the past and we've done devotionals and it's been fine. I understand that. I, I, I understand, but I didn't know you didn't like this one. So from one devotional to the next to the next, sure, they've been fine because I didn't know you didn't like them. No, I'm not saying I haven't liked the ones. I mean, in the past, we've, you know, had devotionals where we'll do, you know, a few weeks or a few months. And then we're like, yeah, you know what? That's kind of played itself out. I mean, there have been lots of devotionals that we haven't completed a whole book. Oh, yeah, totally. I agree. I No, no, I, I agree with that. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, you make it sound like this is the first time we've ever, you had a point in time in a devotional where it's like, yeah, it's not working so much. Okay. Well, if you guys got one, let us know. We'll move on from there. <laughs> uh, okay. You, you, it sounds like we're on two completely different wavelengths here. N- no, I, I, I'm just saying it would be nice to be doing that. I did not realize that you didn't like this one. So at this point in time, there's nothing I can do. I'd rather get suggestions from somebody than go look for a bunch of them and, you know, waste a bunch of time looking for something that you don't like. Okay. You know, I got better things to do. Well, I think, I think that's probably part of it for both of us too. I mean, we have our time pulled in a lot of different directions and, and, you know, you talk about that disconnect and, and I think it's because we are, you know, we're just doing lots of things and we don't always put each other. I don't always put you as a priority. Well, obviously, because you didn't initiate this week. <laughs> what? I would I would assume that if I was a priority, you would have initiated this week. Are you are you Dead speechless? Air. I am speechless. I am. Spe- you're right. 
Oh, okay. Right. I mean, I, I'm not looking for right or wrong. I'm well, just, but it's an acknowledgement of the fact that you are right. I mean, I've just been doing a bunch of other stuff this week and you've definitely fallen down on the list. And obviously with our intimacy lifestyle, when you fall down on the list, that usually plays itself out in I'm not initiating. Right. I mean, that's probably the number one telltale sign that you're not high up on the list. Right. I agree. So we're in agreement there. All right. Well, I'll let you initiate twice this week then. Yeah, never mind the fact that when we were on the mics last week, we'd had sex four times in eight days. But apparently... I, I understand, but that's always in the past, babes. You got to live in the present and what's coming up in the future. That's the past. I mean, heck, we could go back three years now and go, hey, we had sex 40 times out of 60 days. That should be good. No, it doesn't... Don't tempt me. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. We could go back, hey, we had sex seven days in a row in May. Doesn't work like that. I was saying one week, dude, I wasn't taking this back three years. I understand, but you know, you always got to look at the present and what's coming up. I appreciate what happened in the past. I do. God, yes. I love it. Really? Yes. <laughs> Talk about it often. Remind myself about it often, but it doesn't satisfy my sexual desire tonight. God made men to push. I got stuff I need to push. Now I am speechless. <laughs> Is that, uh, did you see that slogan on a t-shirt somewhere? God made men to push. That would be a good one. Uh, what is that? I mean, typically you think about pushing like in labor. That's typically a woman trait. Gotta mm, push. Bear uh, down. No. Uh, we're all over. <laughs> we are all over. I don't even know if I can get back to the topic. All right. Or well, that's fine. We'll just keep on going with what we got. If you're not enjoying the show, cut us off. Come back to us next week. Totally understand. OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com. Go check it out. <laughs> go get a, Go get a past show if you need to catch up on something. Every once in a while, you know, you just hit those places in your life where you're just not sure what the heck to say or do. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's one of those nights for us on the mics. You're looking at me sort of... I'm waiting to see where you're going to go with that. Sound like you were going more. I I agree. I, tonight, you know, it's what I said at the beginning of the show. Usually we come to the mics and we're like, boom, this happened this week. We know what we're talking about. And tonight was a night where it kind of just felt even when we were talking about some possible topics where it was just like we're grasping for straws. And I have, you know, I do believe a large part of that is that there is this disconnect between us right now. And so we're not on that same, like, jive. Let's go. It's episode 87. Let's rock this. Let's mm-hmm. let's go. And I think, you know, I think a lot of couples face that at different times in their marriage. You know, you can't put your finger on it, but something just doesn't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. You know, where, you know, and it's, it's so funny how, just, you know, just a week ago, we're like, woo sex eight times you know four times in eight days and, da, 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 and you just have another week where life just kind of ebbs and flows and throws you different things and um it's just a sense that Tori and I both have that we're not on the same page that we're not connecting we're not putting the emphasis on our marriage right now because we're you know dealing with 
externals. Mm-hmm. You know, so the focus isn't on the two of us and our relationship with God. It's like, oh, okay, the kids and school and friend, you know, all of that other stuff, you know, chapter one from the top down in the book. Yeah. We're a little jumbled right now. We're a little jumbled. I'm a little jumbled. I don't I know. Am. I am. You know, know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put words into your mouth and you know, there's no, there's no excuse for that. It's, but the reality is, is that it happens. You can be tooling along and you've got your priorities in balance. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, school year starts, obligations here, doing this and that. And I'm not blaming the school year. I'm just saying that's what's, ha- that's the biggest thing that's happened mm-hmm. in the last week for us um, in terms of scheduling. And, you know, you guys have got to be aware when you experience that disc, that sense of disconnect in your marriage, you've got to be able to realize, hey, you know what? We're off. And take the time to have those conversations. Take the time to say, you know, what's what's going on? You know, because in a lot of marriages, they just let that gap grow wider and wider. Right. They say, you know what? We're not connecting and okay. And we just keep drifting. Except one's drifting to the left and one's drifting to the right. And that, that chasm in many cases, I mean, you guys know what the divorce rates are, becomes insurmountable. You know, and so for us getting on the mics tonight and being like, you know what, guys, we are all over the place. We're not on the same page. We're just, you know, we're sitting here and and things just aren't, we're off kilter. You know what that is? It's a real couple. That's who we are. Having real problems. Going through real things that happen in everyday marriage. Right? that's, That's what it is. And that's why we hope you guys listen to us is because... It isn't always cheery and fun and, you know, gosh, I, I could listen and read a, a number of different self-help books, listen to a number of different self-help um, folks on the radio or TV, and you know what? They're going to tell me some great information, but really, sometimes I just want to know that other people have some tough times just like myself. Absolutely. You know, and... If you're in this spot where you're going, gosh, it's good to know that somebody else, another couple goes through this. Well, that's why we're here. You, you know, Elisa and I opened up and just for us, that that is what you just heard is what happens in our marriage. You know, we'll have these condensed, quick conversations, 10 15 minutes, we learn about what's happened. And I'm telling you, right after we get off these mics, we'll talk some more. What do we want to do? We'll connect some more. You know, and, and it just doesn't end there. We'll continue to work on it. And we will make adjustments and know that we're going to just try to get that, get ourselves back on the path. You know, we've just been sort of moseying along it and not really getting on it together so we'll do that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't mean our marriage is going to be ending tomorrow or it no it's just heck we go you go through ups and downs yeah i mean this is just a couple of days that we've been through you know it's not i mean obviously not doing the devotional it's been a longer period of time that we haven't done the devotional together but um but this this growing sense between the two of us has really been in my opinion this week 
Yeah, last couple of weeks. Okay, probably since we came back from vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's because uh, for us, and we've said this so many times, this opportunity to sit down with the mics and to just be like, okay, you know what, let's get real. And that whole issue of, not issue, that whole um, choice to be transparent and to say, you know, if Tony's going to call me on the devotion, I'm going to tell him, you know what, I'm not loving it. Right. You know, I'm not going to say, well, I just, you know, I haven't, you know, the, no, it's just, it's not working for me right now. Because if he's going to ask me, then this is, you know, just like if your spouse asks you, hey, what's going on? It's not the time to, you know, tiptoe around what might be the real problem. You guys have listened to us for almost two years now and know that when there's a problem, you got to just come out and talk about it. You know, if you get asked the point blank question, answer it. Don't make up some lame excuse. I mean, I was talking to a girlfriend today and, and, you know, she had called me and I called her back and, you know, she starts with the small talk and I could hear something in her voice. I'm like, what's going on with you? She goes, no, just how, you know, how are you doing? I'm like, don't lie to me. What's going on? Mm -hmm. I can hear it in your voice. Just like we can hear it with our spouses. We can see it with our spouses. If something's going on, we know. So if you get asked the question, Hey, what's going on? Why, why are you, you know, we seem distant. We, you know, we're not connecting. We're having this conflict, whatever it is. Or if it's something specific, like what's bothering you about this? You know, in our case, the devotional, then be honest. You owe it to your spouse. You owe it to your marriage. You guys hear us talk about it week in and week out. If you choose to be dishonest about those questions, then you're just causing that gap to get wider and wider because you can't fix a problem that you haven't identified. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have told Tony, you know, I just haven't been feeling well, but really that's not it. That would have just been an excuse like saying I had a headache, you know, when it comes to having sex. And ladies, I'm going to, you know, put it on us. How many times have you used that excuse? I've got a headache. You know, they're just, I mean, I know a lot of you suffer from migraines. I get the whole headache thing. But really, it's an excuse for those of you that aren't actual chronic migraine sufferers. You know, so stop with the excuses in your marriage. Get real. Make the time. You know, when we start to have this disconnect, when we know every seven days we're getting behind the mics. So for us, if there's something going on, about as long as it's going to go is seven days. Maybe two weeks if we've got a really good topic already lined up and then we, you know, get going on that topic and, you know, we here we have a week where no great topic popped up and you guys forced our hand to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, the debt of gratitude, <laughs> we owe you a debt of gratitude because because of you, we're having this conversation. Yeah, We're working through the crap in our own marriage. And hopefully for some of you that have crap in your own marriage, if you don't, would love to have you on our show, um, you know, so that we can talk about how you maintain a marriage that has no junk in it. But, you know. And I like, think you're saying that sarcastically. Just a, just a wee bit. Okay. Yeah, just a wee bit. Because <laughs> I really don't want to talk to somebody that's got a perfect marriage. Because <laughs> I'm going to be real honest here. I don't believe there's such a thing as a perfect marriage. Um, and we've seen a lot over the years. I, you know, it's just. Um, and ours is 
our, oh gosh, ours is far from perfect. Um, we just are very transparent about what goes on in our marriage. Yep. And that, that helps others because when you're not afraid to be real, and I'm not saying I, you know, tell my girlfriends about everything that Tony's done, good or bad. No, not that kind of transparency, but I'm talking about our relationship. With our spouse. With our spouse. You know, when, when we do talk to others, there are obviously some very private things that we do not share. You guys know that. I mean, there's just things that, well, you don't know because we haven't shared that with you. But be truthful. Mm-hmm. If things are not going well, I mean, you don't have to dump all your garbage on somebody else. But just say, hey, you know, we're in a rough patch. Well, and I'll, and I'll say this. I mean, having just talked through this, Elisa uh, opening up and letting me know that allows me to release that and not hold it against her. You know, she tells me that I can now go, okay, I don't have this expectation of us doing the devotional. Let's move on. Let's find something new to do so we can connect together. You know, that's the benefit of being truthful and honest because if she would have just said, no, it's okay. And then I go, go, Hey, well, let's do it tonight. And then she's sort of like, okay, but she's reluctant. You know, my expectation from her response was, Hey, we're going to do this, but now she's showing me something else, which then causes me to rethink everything. Now it's, it's cool. I mean, I, I can just release this and let it go. It's, it's done. Um, I've gone through the, okay, I understand why you don't like it or why it's not connecting with you and I can move on. No, this is just making, I was having a conversation with another woman yesterday and we were talking about the fact that, you know, so many people in our society have lost the ability to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we just get caught up in this kind of wishy-washy attitude towards things. We don't ever commit to a hard yes or a hard no. And we do the same thing in our marriages. We, you know, we kind of take this lukewarm, like, eh, that's a, you know, it's okay. I, I don't love it, but it's okay. And that's what I was doing with Tony on the devotional. I'm like, I don't love it, but if he wants to do it, then I'll do it, you know, kind of, eh, you know, half-hearted. And you having this conversation with this woman, you know, it just made me realize that, you know, sometimes you have to take a hard stand. The other person might not want to hear what you have to say. Tony's not real thrilled that I said I don't want to do this devotional. But on the other hand, like he said, it is going to save him expelling a lot of energy, both mental and physical, over why we're not doing this devotional and trying to get me to do it. So even though he's not thrilled with my response to him, he's, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I have to say that you're probably relieved that you don't have to expel that energy. Oh yeah. I mean, to me it's fine. Now, you know, you know, it's like my expectations is us doing it. We're not doing it. So I feel like, wow, we're failing at this area. Well, come to find out you're not enjoying it. So now I can just let that go and just go, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll, I'll do my own Bible readings. And if somebody can give us a suggestion, we find something we can jump in on that. But yeah, it's it's just released. I don't have to sweat it, you know? 
Yeah. I, mean, I think I, I I think that happens more and more in couples that they just um everybody just kind of wants to keep on an even keel. Mm-hmm. And you know, even in our marriage, I mean there are just times when, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. And so it's kind of just easier to go along with something. I hey, I agree. I want to have sex some nights too, so why open my mouth? There you go. No, it's it's true. Right. It's totally true. So, all right. Well, that's been a great evening. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Loved it. Are you being sarcastic? No, I did. I, I just want to close up with some some good stuff. Do you have good stuff in mind? Sure. Or just announcements. Okay. Well, fire away. <laughs> uh, the way you said that, I'm like, would, are, are you leading into something... No, like, no, no. Surprise me? What are you? No, no, no. All right. So last week we uh, we mentioned our monthly contribution to the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast. You can check those out. Join the number of other folks who have already signed up. We would love to have you join us there. It's at oneextraordinarymarriage.com on the right hand side. It's all through PayPal. It's monthly, as low as three dollars a month. So please, if we've contributed in your life in any way over the last 87 episodes or on Facebook or via Twitter. Think about helping us out as we continue on with the podcast. The final note is uh, we mentioned our friends who were going to be losing their child and their child was born Christian without ever taking a breath. And he is now in heaven hanging out with Andrew and my good buddy and I got to have a good conversation this past week about that and how we both have sons up there getting it all ready for us. And so when our day arrives, my good buddy and I will be up there with our boys and uh, they'll be able to show us around. So I want to thank you all for your prayers during that. It was much appreciated and they definitely appreciate appreciated that. So Thank you for joining us this evening. It's been a haphazard one. What are you going to do? It's life in the DiLorenzo household. And sometimes that's what you get. So I hope for those of you who stuck with us, you enjoyed it. You got something out of it. Please comment at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We'd love to hear what you guys got to say, what's going on. If you have a topic that you would like for us to dive into, we are more than happy to take that and listen to it or listen to it. Jeez, I don't even know what I'm saying tonight. We'd love to talk about it. So with that, we love you guys. Have a fantastic week.